yo, we got more amazing news about the Predator coming in 2018. Get your fucking popcorn ready, people, because this shit's going to be amazing. Yo, also, we got a chance to see Black Panther, but if you're white, you probably got your ass kicked. We'll talk about that later. And finally, Elizabeth Sweeney cracked the fucking code. We can all get into the Olympics now, and we're going to tell you how. All this and more on the Red Beard Podcast. Yeah. podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes and yo we're back it's your negro amigo cooley with my peeps Chilling in the basement of my house. What up, everybody? Yo, what up, Cooley? Yo, Cooley. what up, Negro Amigo? <laughs> I'm Did dead. Really <laughs> I've never heard that Are in my you life. Fucking kidding me, bro? I'm shook. Yo, it's the it's the illest. It's the illest. AKA known to me. What is up? So like when they ask so when they ask you on a form what your what your nationality is, do you put N A but it means yeah. something else? Exactly. Yo, I'm gonna change my I'm gonna change my preferred name to NA. Yo, NA, what up? Why why are we calling you NA? I can't tell you. It's not safe for work, bro. <laughs> And SFW. Oh my god. Oh man, that's epic. <laughs> so, oh man, so Yo, what's going on, dude? Chilling. What's happening with you? Nothing, man. Uh, we got some. We got a special guest here today. We do. Woo! Hi, I'm LZ. I'm the special guest. I'm very special. Yeah. Hey, I'm LZ. <laughs> if you don't know me. She said, she said hi. I'm LZ. You gotta tell that I'm story special. though. Oh my god. Oh, no. tell the story. Yeah, tell we the, tell story. the story. I don't know the name of this dude. What's his it name? It doesn't matter. Okay, so. <laughs> We're at Rhode Island Comic Con, and uh, this guy's hot wife is introducing us to this dude, and apparently he's big news in Rhode Island. <laughs> you know, big news in Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah big, and, big Rhode Island, yep. Yeah, uh, and so we're all shaking hands, and he finally gets to me, and he introduces himself, and I don't know his fucking name, <laughs> but I look at him and I'm like, oh, hey, I'm LZ. I have no idea who you are. <laughs> I guess he runs some TV show. It's the road show. Yeah, oh, okay. the road show. Oh, okay. He's one of the guys on the road show. It was just really funny the way she did Yo, it. Because everybody, everybody was like, hi, I'm Tony. Hey, I'm Cooley. What's up? Hey, I'm LZ, and I don't know who you are. <laughs> Yo, it's, it was just it's so funny to the point. The funniest thing about this is the same. I had the same reaction when I met this dude. <laughs> but I said it. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah you said it. You said it. Was it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. So we got LZ here. We've got Ren. Woo, what's Ren up? Ren in the house. What's up? Running the hose. How you doing? I'm doing good. It was warm out today, so I'm pleased. It was, man. I know. Global warming. I know. Sick. I'm into it. It's less depression for me now. <laughs> by 
my children's my legacy it might be an issue for them later but i'll be dead i don't give a fuck <laughs> all right <laughs> i don't care about my, my spawn in years to come yeah as long as i got right. a cool gravestone progeny. Yeah. <laughs> all right yo yo tone yo you had some news about the predator that uh. you wanted to share with us I'm ready to hear it. Yeah, it dude, it's just, it gets worse every time we talk about it. Um, but this is basically what's going on is uh, I went down this wormhole the other day uh, to try to figure out what's going on, to try to find this leaked script that I, I'm still hunting down. No, plot inten- uh, no pun, pun intended. But anyway, Thomas Jane, um, who is one of the cast members, kind of revealed some plot details, um, which I think weren't supposed to be released, but he kind of... I think he was drunk or something in a podcast and basically just ran his mouth. But basically, um, I'm just going to read word for word um, exactly what he said so you guys can get a sense of how this guy talks in real life. So basically, he explained, and here we go. We play these veterans from like Afghanistan, Iraq war, or whatever. But we're all fucking crazy, so we go to the VA hospital to get our meds. We're all like shell-shocked PTSD soldiers. We're at the VA hospital, and we're in a group therapy, and of course, somebody flips out. This is backstory. I don't think we really see this. Somebody flips out, and we all get arrested and get thrown onto the the bus to go down to the hospital, and they throw this other guy on the bus, too. And he's a guy they've actually marked to kill him because he's seen a UFO. He's seen the Predator ships come down, so they lock him up and throw him in with us lunatics. They're going to take that bus, drive it down to a ditch, and shoot us all just to get rid of this one guy. But, of course, we take the bus over, and we're all like, fuck that, man. Let's go kill these fucking predators ourselves. And we're just crazy enough to believe that this guy really did see a UFO, and there's these aliens out there. So that's kind of cool. Yo, say word. It has this kind of Shane Black (laughs) humor. We had a blast. It was funny. You know, the predators, they looked, you know, they didn't fuck those up. They're still predators, and they're pretty much the same predator as always. I think it might be great. Yo, take my money now Yo, and get ready to give it back. That's literally <laughs> what he said on this podcast. He was either high or drunk or something, but the fact that he actually thinks that plot line sounds like the movie's going to come out good makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> so That I, sounds like garbage. It sounds awful, but there's no connection between... This guy flips out in a mental hospital, but we don't see it because it's backstory. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, as an actor, that's going to give you some idea of, like, how your character is supposed to go. But how are we supposed to know any of this unless you got drunk and told us? Yo, you but, know? No but the military guys with all the military experience <laughs> heard about the guy that flips out because he saw the Predator ship. And instead of just thinking this guy's fucking crazy, they're like, yeah, let's go kill these fucking things. Yeah. And I like how they're <laughs> still calling them Predators. Let's yeah. Go get Let's go kill these predators yeah. because that's what they've been called in the movies. They, they saw the movies. They saw the. <laughs> they saw all the other ones. I like the Iraq, Afghanistan, or some whatever. shit. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Way to just way to just shit all over that too, and offend a lot of people. To I, be fair, like I would describe it the same way too. Like I would have to dumb myself down because it's a dumb fucking movie. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna intellectually speak about this movie. I don't know. Like we're like war veterans or some shit, and then we like kill some aliens. Like, yeah, I don't know how this is going to go. I, the, the, the worst part about this is, is, like I said in the last episode, is Shane Black was in the original and he's directing this. And the fact that he's actually letting this happen is awful. And I've heard um, one other thing that came about is that uh, the beginning of March, the entire cast is heading back to Vancouver where they filmed the majority of the movie for massive reshoots 
which I can only imagine is due to the test audience that they had. And it couldn't have gone over well if they're going back for all these reshoots. Definitely so, not. So hopefully uh, that will be uh, a little bit of a motivation for him to fix what is wrong with this movie. Um, Yo, if I could be a fly on the wall yeah. in, the, in the test shoots... <laughs> It just see like the reaction of of the audience to some to, or just to Thomas Jane during the reshoots like fucking I thought we got it guys like no, what I are thought we, we nailed it <laughs> let's go fucking kill these predators wait where are we Afghanistan Iraq <laughs> whatever yo I'm still trying yeah. to get to the hung reunions can, can can we hurry this up please <laughs> so please oh my god and one thing I do want to mention before we close this segment out because it's just it's gonna be turned into more trash upon trash but um. The last episode, I tagged Shane Black, uh-huh. and he liked the post. I saw and that. I don't think that he listened to the episode because we just trashed this movie. So I'm gonna tag him again. Yo, maybe um, he liked it because maybe he liked it because it w- it resonated with what the audiences were thinking, and he's just like, yo, thank you for being honest. <laughs> I hope so, man. I-, I hope that he would listen to this and realize that like. A lot of people don't seem to be happy with what he's going to release. And if he wants to please the fans and make a damn good movie, then fix it, man. Like, I don't know. I, I think the one thing that just really bothers me is when I heard he was directing it, I was like, oh, thank God, man. Like, he was in the first one. He's really going to know how to do this. And he just doesn't. He teamed up with one of the dudes from Monster Squad. Um, that's the other thing. that I, th- I love that movie. It's an 80s movie. But it says... We knew Black co-wrote The Predator with the Monster Squad helmer Fred Decker. So Monster Squad was a great 80s movie, but it also had a lot of like cheesy 80s comedy in it. Mm-hmm. And we've been hearing that this movie has a lot of comedy in it. And I'm hoping that's not the way they're going because if they go Monster Squad on this, it's going to be bad. Plus, so. you can't like put you can't put like veterans together with like comedy and death. It's gonna yeah. people are gonna well, be like, oh, man. Yeah, you already well, you got, got fucking like like set photos of the fucking predators breakdancing on top of tanks. Like it's like it's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, seriously. I don't know. Yeah, you know and it's I'm, gonna suck. Are they gonna be firing firing friggin' rifles on top of machine guns on top of tanks? Like a predator operating a. A uh, human-made gun just doesn't make any sense. I hope you do tag Shane, and then he just comments, yeah, I did listen, you bitch-ass bitch. And I'll be like, word, (laughs) fix it, bitch. bitch." (laughs) Perhaps this movie is simply just for the amount of gifts we'll get out of it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Reaction gift the movie. (laughs) Like I said, if if this literally goes straight to Netflix, like I said, you guys are all invited over because I'm going to need friends around me when it's over. I want to watch you cry. Yeah, that's going to be, be great. The, I won't cry. I just won't talk for a good hour. <laughs> this is going to be the best <laughs> movie ever. I just sit ever. in the corner in my sadness and burn all my Predator memorabilia. One single tear shed. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be gonna green be the, blood. This is going to be the best movie <laughs> ever, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the best bad movie, maybe. Yeah. But maybe. The, speaking of the best movie ever. I had the room. To, I had to figure out. <laughs> I had to figure out a way to transition. But but speaking of the best movie ever, I have seen gods fly. I've seen men build weapons that I couldn't even imagine. Uh huh. I've seen aliens drop from the sky. Yeah. But I have never seen anything like this. How much more are you hiding? I saw Black Panther. Everybody here saw Black Panther. That's the whole reason why we came together tonight. 
besides recording a podcast. But that's the reason why we're all here to to talk tonight about Ooh. the Black Panther and our reactions and how we felt and so on and so forth. But what we're gonna do is much in the same way that we did with the Last Jedi. We're gonna have you know you know the three things that we liked, the three things we didn't like. So we're gonna mm-hmm. go around the table. I'm gonna start with you, Ren. Okay. Should I start with the three things I like? Start with whatever you want, yo. Cool. Like you could do three things you like, three things. No, start with three things you like because we want to keep it uniform. Boom. It was beautiful. The people were beautiful. The costumes were beautiful. The CGI was beautiful. I loved all that. Um things that I didn't like and did like at the same time for part two was the dialogue. Like I liked what was said in the movie, but part two on that, um, I it was just a it was a good solid Marvel movie. It was good, not my favorite Marvel movie, but like I can't pinpoint three things that you know I really really loved because I saw it a week ago. You know I can't remember things I didn't like. The dialogue it was so long. Like I was just like, am I reading a book? Like, why are we talking so damn much? I want action. I want the jumping around. Part two, I didn't like. Not enough action. It's a Marvel movie. I want to see he's got a cool suit that he can just jump anywhere he wants to. And he wasn't doing as much jumping as I wanted him to do. He's that's, that's not necessarily how the suit works. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, whatever. Yeah, he jumps a lot. <laughs> no, like, I, wa- I wanted more action. It's an action movie. And it was more of, like, a telenovela. And I was like, all right, I guess that's cool. This is what this director does. But I I wanted more. Uh, Other things that I didn't like, I wanted more out of Michael B. Jordan. Like, I thought he was going to be, like, more of this, like, hyped up bad guy. And he it was just, like, an okay performance. It was, like, a B-plus level performance, in my opinion. My opinion. Mm -hmm. Who's next? LZ, step up to the mic. Okay, so things I I liked, mean, you know, talk. I mean, as far as I can step up to the mic while sitting into a chair. Right. Um, so uh, my first and foremost favorite thing in this entire movie is that there was no fucking white savior snowflake character that had to come in and save the day. Bless up. That was the best part. <clears throat> Second thing that I loved about this movie is that Shuri is young, beautiful, brilliant, powerful, and she definitely steps up to the plate with taking care of her big brother. Mm-hmm. I love how she just takes over the entire science portion of this movie. She is definitely the girl I want every little girl to see and to aspire to be at some point in their life. Third thing that I really loved about this movie was M'Baku. I mean, what he, was fucking, <laughs> he yeah. was fucking hot. He was fucking hot. But when approached with that heart-shaped herb, he didn't take it. He didn't take it. He fucking took them to T'Challa and saved the day. Silently saving the day in the background. <laughs> Wonderful. Beautiful character. The three things that I really didn't uh, enjoy about the movie. <clears throat> there aren't anything. I really enjoyed really? the film. Exactly. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the film. And even if I did dislike something about this film, I'd keep it to my fucking self because it's not a story about me or my people. It's a story that I went to enjoy about other people's people. And. Wow. Showing me up. I should have went last. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. 
Um, however, I can comment on the topic of all the white folk who are upset by the constant reminder that we are the descendants of colonizers. And <clears throat> to you guys listening who are upset by this, check your privilege at the theater entrance and keep checking it after you walk out that door after the movie's over and keep checking it until this is something we no longer have to check anymore. And you'll probably be dead by that point. <laughs> so hopefully you've taught your ancestors to keep checking themselves. <laughs> and then the third thing, fuck it, I've got nothing else. It was a privilege to see so many actors of color at one point in time on one screen. So Dope. Yeah, I, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I didn't even know people had a problem with that. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, you know, when they keep calling them college, you got to remember, like, this is a completely different country. This isn't like, you know, so it's, isn't, it's these aren't African-Americans. This is, these are Africans, like straight up, like, and they're looking at the world and this is their view of the world. I mean, cause they're not colonizing. They're not going out and conquering and, you know, finding territory and all that. They just, they, they, they stay centralized and that's how they've kept everything like, you know, the way that it is in Wakanda. Um, uh, which is uh, a virtual utopia, right? They like from what we can see, people they've improved their yeah. life. They've made way better advances in technology than the rest mm -hmm. of the world has because they're so focused. The rest of the world's so focused on making weapons, and they just want to take care of themselves. And when somebody else, and when somebody from somewhere like that says that you're a colonizer, mm -hmm. yo, take it as a wake wake up call. I mean, like that's that's your ancestors. That's our our ancestors, really. Uh, not mine, uh, but <laughs> when you introduce yourself. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, good good call. I didn't. A matter of fact, I had no idea that people were upset about that. It's just such a weird thing to be upset it's about. It's a really bad fucking thing uh, to be upset about. But uh, Tony, what's up? What's your uh, what's your take on the flick? Why don't you keep going, man? You pretty much already started with the yeah, things you like. Yeah, go to town. Because yeah. I just introduced you and asked you what you liked about the flick. Just go. <clears throat> All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so three things I liked. Uh, I, I will agree with Ren that it was visually stunning. Uh, I thought it was it was beautiful, uh, beautiful film. Um, I, I really liked just everything about it. Like the cinematography was was outstanding. Um, I also um, really liked that like everybody's accent in this movie was on point because yeah. like sometimes you'll go to a movie and like accents are kind of like flipping in and out and like everybody was like on point in this. I thought they sounded fantastic. I really loved uh, hearing uh, Chadwick Boseman's voice every time he spoke. I thought he just killed it. Um, I really enjoyed like the storyline of this film too. I thought like from beginning to end, it it was really well done. Um, there were a couple issues I had with it, but overall, I really did like it. Um, I was a big fan of Martin Freeman, um, uh, who played Everett. Uh, I really enjoyed their characters because he kind of like um, you weren't really sure what you know field he was playing for but then eventually it kind of like he ended up showing his true colors at the very end of the movie um which i really enjoy i just really enjoyed his kind of like character arc um sherry also was one of my favorite characters i really enjoyed her i thought she, her just being kind of like the master of technology and getting to see like how she would heal people and how she would use technology for the right reasons i thought was really cool those fucking um, shoes though oh <laughs> sick man yeah um, one of the uh, other things I, I really enjoyed about this movie was I thought Andy Serkis was phenomenal. Um, I don't think Andy Serkis got enough screen time. Um, I feel like he got killed off way too soon. Um, as soon as his character was on screen, I thought he was powerful. I thought that he was an excellent villain. Um, 
he was probably one of the most powerful characters in the movie for me personally. Um, and after he got killed off, I was like, oh, you've got to be shitting me. That's all we're getting from this guy. Like, this guy is always the dude behind the mask of every character. Like, he's Gollum. He's, he's um, you know, the guy in um, Planet of the Apes, you know, um, Caesar. He's always got – we never see his face. And just when he's getting screen time – he gets killed off before the movie really even gets to, to start. Uh, so that was kind of a, a downer for me, but I, I really did like him. I thought he was extremely powerful when on screen. A um, couple of things I, I didn't like. Um, I'm going to agree with Ren. I thought Killmonger was, was lacking for me. Uh, I, I read a lot of things previously going into this that he was, you know, he was really amped about doing this character and, and he, um, He's like, you know, I went to a, I went to a really dark places to, to do this character. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm going to walk into this movie and see like some Heath Ledger shit. And I didn't get that from him. I felt like it was kind of um, an easy character to play um, the way that he did it. I thought he could have taken a lot more risks as Killmonger. I thought we could have seen a little bit more emotion. Um, I thought he just he just sounded kind of like I, I mean, I, I didn't really like his. um I don't know. I, I can't really explain it or articulate it too well, but I just feel like him being pissed off the whole time. I understand that he wants revenge and I understand that like he he's killed a lot of people and he's got all this stuff uh, that he's been struggling with, but I wanted to see him struggle with that more, you know, like struggle with him being this bad guy or be, or the good guy that I think we all know he really is deep down, but is just hurt by what happened to him in the past. I wanted to see more of that. And he just came in and wanted to kill everybody. And that's all it was. And I wanted to see a little bit more with that. Um, I mean, I just, I, I expected a little bit more, but I know a lot of people really enjoyed his performance. But for me personally, I just thought it was lacking. Um, I also wasn't a huge fan of some of the fight scenes. Um, I actually thought that they were very predictable. Like when uh, Sherry is talking about all the vib uh, vibranium and we see she starts explaining the train tracks and I'm, and I literally thought in my head, well, that's where the fight scene's going to end up and that's exactly where it ended up. And at the fact that I knew that was going to happen ahead of time and that's how this guy was going to go down kind of upset me. Um, I thought the, the fight could have just lasted a little bit longer. I felt like he was just killed so fast. And I wanted to see more of like an epic battle between these guys. Like this guy has been waiting how many years to get revenge. And, and this is the way it kind of goes down. Like I wanted to see them with their suits on, you know what I mean? Like literally like just going at it in the black Panther suits, you know what I mean? And like seeing them take a ton of hits and, and then finally like something happens where maybe like they just decide to like disarm the, the, the suits and, and just go at it. Like I thought that would be cool. Like, all right, man, like, we can basically we can basically go at it as two Black Panthers, or let's actually disarm these and let's go at it man to man, like again, like they did in the first fight. Like I wanted to see more of that, um, but I just felt like the uh, the only time we actually saw what kind of a uh, a vulnerable character he was, Killmonger was, was at the very last minute where he realizes he's gonna die and takes the the, the knife out. You know, that's what I feel like the only time we got to see that that vulnerable part of his character. Um, the only other thing I, I didn't really necessarily care for was, um, and this is just a personal thing. It's um, knowing how we work as uh, as the United States, as just humans, we are so destructive against each other. And I 
was very I was hoping that they weren't going to bring vibranium to the world and introduce their technology because I do not think that is going to go well at all. Um, at some point, it's going to get into the wrong hands and we're going to end up using it in the wrong way. I don't think that we as a uh, species are ready to handle that type of technology. And I think that, um, you know, there were hints of that at the beginning of the movie when, when Andy Serkis actually had the vibranium and what it was going to be used for and it was going to be sold. And I just feel like if you bring that to the population, we clearly showed at the beginning of the movie that we were not ready to actually have that. And at the end of the movie, we're talking about releasing it. The only reason why Wakanda worked and we as a species aren't dead yet is because we didn't have access to that stuff. As soon as we get it gets into the hands of, of humans, the first thing we're going to do is try to how to make a weapon out of it to make sure that we're stronger than everybody else. And I just feel like that we're not ready for it. Um, and it, I mean, that's the only problem I had with that. I understand what he's trying to do by by going that route, and I respect that. Um, I just don't know if we're ready for it. But with that being said, I mean, overall, though, I really did enjoy the movie. Um, but I will admit it wasn't my favorite Marvel movie, but I really did enjoy it. So, and that's all I got. I know it was a little long-winded, but I just figured I'd go in depth. What you got, Cooley? I, I mean, just to... I, I, I get what you're saying about the uh, releasing the vibranium to the world, but I think I don't think he's I don't think they're releasing any of their technology to the world. I think what they're doing is they're gonna they're gonna tr like they're basically gonna help the world. Like I, I think I think he's gonna be very um, measured in in how they get their technology out. Like and they kind of made it known when. Um, you know, they go to Oakland and he sets mm -hmm. up, he, they're going to set up the outreach center and they're going to set up like, you know, those after school programs and things like that. Like he's, he's basically just going to use Wakanda's wealth mm -hmm. um, and their knowledge to kind of like start getting the world ready in order to be able to like share the rest of the stuff with them. I mean, I saw that. I, I mean, I understand that too, but there was a part of me that was like <laughs> when he's standing in that park and like, Unmask his ship. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like everyone sees that. Like, whoa. Because think whoa. about this too. I gotta know at some point. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, but I was like, it. I was like, oh shit, man. Like, think about it though. Like, they, people can know that they have this stuff because yeah, who's gonna fuck with Wakanda? Right. No, that's, a good, that's a valid point. I mean, the, Wakanda, Wakanda is light years ahead of any other uh, superpower country as far as their military and their defense systems. So. I mean, shit, you can't even find Wakanda because it's hidden behind, like, layers of fucking holographic, like, projections and shit like that. So, I mean, people aren't going to, like, raid them, you know? Which, like, which... It's a beautiful thing, too. I mean, and people living outside of that hidden area, they're still, like, staying true to their culture, mm -hmm. which is fucking fantastic with that movie. And it I, took Claw how long to even get, like, just a little bit of vibranium. vibranium. Exactly. But also, like, I when they just fly in, I'm like that's all you got <laughs> like like somebody could just fly in and be like oh shit i took a wrong turn <laughs> like, like you know what i mean like well, there's was no, no different in wonder woman you could just fucking fly in yeah i mean well that's, that's what do. i just thought you well, could get I was, in on accident when i saw wonder woman i was thinking the same thing i'm like i don't know you guys gonna have another kind of defense system <laughs> like i don't know like but that that's i don't know that was a little too hey it works yeah it's it, yeah it has worked obviously so i guess i'm wrong I mean, for so. me, like the things I liked about the film, I mean, number one, 
I love that it wasn't necessarily a superhero movie. Right. Um, like, if you don't like superhero movies, great, because it's not really a superhero movie. You have a superhero in it, uh, but it is more of a it's more of an internal uh, political struggle um, that touches on a lot of com of, of current events uh, within the story, which is really well done. I mean, it's so well done that you don't really pick up on it. Um, you don't see it as as a metaphor for what's happening in today's society, but all the stuff that's in there, you can relate to what's going on today, and you can be like, "Oh, cool!" Like, well, you know, too bad we don't really have a Wakanda out there, uh, <laughs> you know, to really like, you know, kind of bail us out. But um, yeah, definitely a lot of the same uh, shit going on with uh, Killmonger taking over and like that whole like to me that was like an allegory for for Trump, uh, you know, taking over and shit. So. Uh, but that was like a that was like a small piece of it. Um, but there was a, there were a lot of little things like that that were in the movie that kind of made me uh, made me smile. Like, oh, I get that. I get what you're doing here. Um, <clears throat> but the, another thing that I loved was um, shit. I mean, he had such a small role, but uh, Sterling K. Brown was fucking dope. Yeah, he's an awesome like, actor. Man. It was a very, uh, it was a powerful performance in both, uh, in both scenes that he was in. If you haven't seen the movie yet, then I, uh, I don't know what rock you're living under because the thing's already made over <laughs> three hundred million. <laughs> don't worry, you'll yeah. don't worry, you'll get to see him in the Predator too. Um, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, it, which is gonna be so good. That thing is gonna be amazing. He's already regretting um, he did it. Yeah, I can't wait for that movie. Uh, two thousand. It's this. It's this year, right? Take that paycheck and laugh all the way to the bank. Oh, dude, totally. <laughs> Yo, I'm a movie past that shit. <laughs> Fucking seven days a week. Um, he was backing up, being like, "Got it. This is us." Gotta work on those gifts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, but that uh, but yeah, he was great. I mean, like, he was very uh, it was very moving. <laughs> um, just to see that you know he wanted to make the world a better place by you know getting the he. His motives were on point, but his methods were kind of shady because he betrayed his country and, and didn't follow like his his brother's rule, uh, which is, you know, what he's supposed to do. I mean, that's what any good, uh, you know, what do you call him? A, a, I don't even know what you call somebody who lives under a king because we are Americans and we don't do that shit. Um, you mean like his like heir to the throne? Peasants. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, he's, oh, oh, oh. he's a he's a but he's like a it's not a prince or what whatever, but that's what anybody who like he should be following his king's rule. That's all I'm trying to say. You get what I mean. Um but that's that's what like a successor. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right. I was like, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, if he ever became king or something like that, then he could, like, make up his own rules. But he's got to follow the rules of the king. Like, that's just what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, which brings me to the other thing that I liked. I loved uh, Okoye um, mm. and how she just kind of stood her ground. It was like, hey, my heart's with you, but, you know, I serve the throne. Until she knows that the king is still alive. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, so like that, and that that was a very emotional scene. Like you could see her, like you know, tearing up, and oh, yeah. like she's, yo, Denai Guerra uh, Guerrera is fucking great. She's, she's dope. Very expressive actress. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. extremely expressive. Her eyes are wonderful. Um, mm -hmm. 
and I'm because I I only have one thing that's going to be a thing that I don't like, so I'm going to keep going with things that I like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am on the opposite side of the fences, you guys, with uh, with Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Uh, I actually believe that he, you know, put in a stellar performance. Um, made me feel like it, it, I mean, I get it. Like he wasn't like Heath Ledger's Joker or anything like that, but I mean, like. It, the character's not the Joker. I mean, you're not going to get, you shouldn't get, you know, this like over the top cartoonish performance out of him. Well, no, that's not what that, I just to, to kind of echo that, that's not, or, or stop you there for a second. That's not what I meant by that at all. I'm just saying like when the way that he spoke about it and how, what his preparation was made me think the performance was going to be, uh, better than what I, 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 I just expected more the way he spoke about it. But I didn't expect them to be cartoon, car, cartoonish or Joker-like in any way. I just expected to get a little bit more out of it, the way he spoke about it. That's all. Like, I think, um, like, you may have read the same interview that I read where he says uh, something along the lines of, you know, you see these other these other roles, these other villains that people are playing, and you see the, what they bring to the role. And they, he mentions Heath Ledger. He mentions these other, these other performers. And he says, I wanted to do something like that. Um, so I mean, like, in his like for in his defense, like he I don't think he was saying that he was gonna like you know bring that to the table, but he was gonna try his best to like be something that people think about and something that people talk about long after the movie's over. And I think he he achieved that because this character was fucking phenomenal. I mean, you had a character that was he what he wasn't a good guy. I mean, like you mentioned that in, when you were talking to like you know that he's like you know you get to see the good guy that he really is. There is no way that this dude is in any way, shape or form a good guy. Like even deep down, he is like, he is death. He's a killer. He is a murderer <laughs> and there was nothing good about him. However, he was a good kid at one time. When he, and that's, at the, at the end of the movie where he took the, the sword out, that was the good kid. No, that's when he took, when he about. took the sword out, Mm-hmm. He was still hanging on to his beliefs. He 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 took that sword out because he was like, "Nah, fuck it. I'd rather die than be in a prison of your making." Yeah. Like it what had nothing know. to do it had nothing to do with him being good or giving up. Like it was like, "Yo." I mean, that kid, that kid died the day that his dad died. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 that's where the conflict was with him is he's like that little kid was like somewhere deep inside but there was no way that little kid was going to get out that little kid wasn't going to take over or be he wasn't going to become the man that his father wanted him to be or the man that he should be in wakanda or the ruler that wakanda needs um he is he is a killer he would forever be a killer and that that's just who he is and he knows that that's why he took the fucking sword out that's why he was like fuck it and he killed himself but he definitely opened T'Challa's eyes i mean he, right he did have an impact on what was going to happen next. And I mean, I'm with Cooley, he, he kind of stood his ground with that anger and that, I mean, it's almost childlike, the anger that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that's the other cool thing about him is that that's, a, that's actually a phenomenon that, that people go through mentally sometimes. Like when there's a trauma in your life, you stop developing mentally at the age that that trauma occurs. So when his father died, like he just stayed a fucking kid for the rest of his life and all he had to hold on to was that that thought of vengeance and that thought of that hatred for whoever killed his his father, who he knows came from Wakanda. Right. 
and then he figured everything out, put everything together, found mm-hmm. a way to get there. And your boy, yo, I this is, I, I'm just gonna skip ahead to the one thing I didn't like. All right. Um, and, th- and then I'll come back to what I was just gonna say. But uh, the thing I didn't like was in the beginning, and I don't know if y'all picked up on this or if y'all had a problem with it too, but nobody said anything. But mm-hmm. when he's fighting in his coronation, to like you know get the crown and Mbaku is like fighting him and they're they're going they're going all out and Mbaku jabs him in the fucking pectoral the his pectoral muscle <laughs> with this giant ass right, spe- this right. fucking spearhead and was the like titty. the size of my fucking like thigh yeah mm-hmm. and he jam- and and if y'all don't know my thighs are big uh, <laughs> yo jams this shit in his friggin' chest right mm-hmm. and it's like halfway into his chest. And like he's he's all like ah ah, and then they pull it out, and then he just starts fighting again. Like he didn't have a giant ass spear through his yeah. chest. Like he had full range of motion of his arms, and he was like you know flexing and doing all this shit. Finally wins the fight, and then instead of fucking being like you know like out of breath and like you know get me to a fucking hospital, like he gets up and he starts joking with his family and he's laughing and he's ha ha and. And he was very nonchalant. He did not walk with like a limp or holding his. And I was, and I, and then you look at the wound, and there's no blood. It's like just a sore. Wakanda. It looked like it looked like a giant ass fucking herpes sore on no, his chest. It was just what he was wearing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really weird. That fight scene was really weird for me. And I got what they were trying to do, and I forgave it because I knew, hey, let's just get through this fight and get on with the movie. Um, but once that fight was over, everything else in the movie made me forget about it. So I, I am so able to forgive that one scene. Um, and Yo, did, did what did you, you guys think of that? I mean, before I give my thoughts on that, I just want to say, did anybody notice that uh, when the other tribe actually came in and uh, tried to stop the fight or whatever? I don't know. They, they, all those dudes came in. I forgot exactly what was happening at that moment. But the other tribe came in and said, like, we're not going to stop the f- I don't know we're not going to challenge or something there are these dudes that walked out of a cave the mountain the mountain, mountain tribe yeah, yeah. yeah. The mountain tribe, tribe. Yeah. yeah the second dude that walked out was like coolie with a beard I didn't <laughs> notice that dude, dude, I'm going to have to go back and dude, see it again the dude walks out and Becca goes was that coolie <laughs> and I go and I go holy shit that guy did look like coolie because I, I thought the that. same thing dude legit like coolie when his beard was longer like ex- exactly yo this dude was probably mega fat <laughs> And dude, and had olive skin because anybody with olive skin he, that's like, mega fat oh and has a long no, beard dude. is coolie. No, no bro, it's not what I'm saying at all. You always turn it into that dark. You always think I just see some fat dude. And I'm like, oh, that's coolie. <laughs> no, nah, dude, it, he literally walks out, and I only saw from here up. And he was jacked, was, was bald, and had a chest and had a big yeah. beard. Um, if anything, dude, the dude was like muscled up and shit. So take it as a compliment, man. Like I'm just saying. He's saying you're swole. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Swole AF. Hell yeah. I echo LZ's comment definitely. I thought, I thought he was talking about Zuri, uh, For- Forrest Whitaker's character. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, definitely not. Uh, but no, I mean, I. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I didn't really notice that at the time uh, of that fight. I mean, I, he did take a big hit in his shoulder. I mean, I kind of, if anything, chalked that up to just, like, pure adrenaline in that scene. Um, but, I mean, yeah, when you get a giant spear like that, uh, you can have all the adrenaline in the world, and I think it's still going to impact your range of motion. So, right. So I, um, I agree with you, but, you know, I just chalk it up to one of those, like, you know, hey, it's a movie, you know, and, yeah. they, and they want 
um, the fight scene to just keep going. So it's a superhero movie. Yeah, so exactly. And and honestly, I also look at it this like, oh, yeah, he it? might he might have taken a bad hit, but he might have actually just kept going and going because he knows that eventually, like, uh, when this is over, they can just like you know heal it very quickly. Right. You know. So he wasn't. I, I do have one thing now that I'm thinking about it that did bother me about the movie. Mm. And it's more of a, I think we should really pour one out for all those heart-shaped herbs that lost their lives. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, my God. Movie. And I'm really hoping that there's a cave somewhere that had a bunch more of them because they gave the last one to T'Challa to give him the powers back. Or do they just grow freely? This is, it's a cultivation thing. I feel like there's more of them somewhere. I, I, I feel like that was, uh, they kind of have that cave around, like, the heart of where they believe they are. But yeah. I, I don't, I can't believe that there is not some other uh, you know, a spot in Wakanda where those else. are not yeah. growing somewhere exactly. else. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So oh, Jeff, Jeff has a theory that uh, from work, Jeff from work, okay, uh, has a theory that the uh, the heart shaped herb herb cave is like the site of the meteor, and, th- and that's mm. and that's where the soul stone is. Okay. Hmm. And that's why the heart shaped herb like grows there. Makes sense. He was also saying that like. Um, you know, if you watch um, the Infinity War trailer, they're like at one point they're invading Wakanda. Oh. So, so why would that be? Why would they be invading I haven't seen Wakanda? That trailer yet. Yeah. I am a bad you know what I mean? Nerd. So that's probably it. Probably is there. Yeah. So know? it's interesting because uh, I, I, you know, I kind of think that might be the case. That's actually a really good call out. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think about that. Um, so, so one other thing that I wanted to say about this was the the. Um, whatchamacallit, uh, your boy, Andy Serkis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your boy. Oh, he's, he's awesome. I loved Andy Serkis. Um, I thought his character was amazing, and I didn't want him to die. I, I, I do believe that as a writer, mm-hmm. as a writer, you're, you got to kill the character that you don't want to kill. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's the one that's going to mean the most to the audience. So in that respect, I kind of get it as well as uh, just the idea that if you kept him around, right? So I have this theory, and I explained it to Tony as well. Uh, Martin Freeman's character, Mm -hmm. I look at as basically Star-Lord's Walkman. Okay. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. So in Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord has this Walkman that has all of these, uh, you know, familiar songs on it uh, from from the 70s and, and... late 70s and stuff that were like hits right Right. and uh everybody knows these songs when you hear them so it's playing throughout the movie and you're in like uncharted territory in the marvel galaxy um and it connects you to it it connects you to the marvel galaxy uh and and allows you to like go along for the ride and not question what the hell is going on because you have this familiar music and it makes you very comfortable um and i think the same thing happens with martin freeman in Black Panther is he actually allows Americans to go along for the ride and more so it allows Caucasian Americans to go along for the ride and kind of have that familiar face where it's not completely off-putting. So you're saying he's a pair of pants. (laughs) (laughs) What? Not necessarily. (laughs) Not necessarily where I'm going with that. But sure, <laughs> if that makes you comfortable, <laughs> then yes, Martin Freeman is a pair of pants. Uh, um, I like what it, you did there. It's like 
It's like mom's yeah. hand on the first day of school. Yeah. Like she walks <laughs> you up to it, and it's like it's okay. Yeah, you're gonna be okay, little white right. person. Right. Right. <laughs> Another <laughs> broken white boy for me to fix. Yeah. And then, <laughs> okay. and then, and then you have on on the other side of things, you have uh, Andy Serkis's character, who is also a white guy, mm-hmm. but he's the bad guy, right? Yeah. But if you leave him alive, then he becomes the white guy that the black guys are fighting the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he right. becomes the main villain or even close to the main villain or the because he was the focus at the beginning until he died. Until he died and Homeboy shows up with him in the in the uh the body bag and drops him off. Until he dies, he is the main focus that they're trying to get at because he's the one that killed uh Wakabi's family. Right. Right? So Wakabi's mom and dad, dead. Why? Andy Serkis's character, Claw, did it. We gotta get Claw. Right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's after Claw. Yeah. So if you if you leave him alive, even though you still have the big bad and killmonger, Claw's still the focus. And then that becomes black guys, bl- nation of black guys and women versus white Andy Serkis. Yeah, that's right? bad news. I hate, that's another thing I forgot to add about my things I didn't like was how much time we spent getting invested in Andy Serkis's plot line and then they're like, oh, and now he's dead super early. Yeah, it's just I was really like, quickly too. Yeah, it was like, why yeah. did we spend so much time getting invested into this and then he's gone? And I totally understand like you should get rid of the white guy pretty fast because then it's like, oh, then it's a racial right. question with the movie. And that's uncomfortable for audiences because mm-hmm. it's like when I go to a Medea movie and I laugh really loud and I'm just like, <laughs> am I allowed to? I'm white as shit. Like, I don't know. Right. Like, <laughs> and it's not funny anyways. It's Tyler Perry dressed as a woman in the same. It's, it's terrible, but yeah, I'm going to spend awful. the $3 at EP just to watch it and people watch. Well, that scene in general in the movie is a really telling moment for Killmonger as well. I mean, you know right away that he doesn't fucking love anybody. Yep. Yeah. Very quickly. Yep. Right. And that there is going to be no romance that's. Oh, yeah. He, ki- he kills his. Just he kills gone. his girlfriend. Just gone. And very like, it's gonna be all right. Boom. <laughs> oh, so heartless. Um, yeah, no. I his think Killmonger should have had a little bit more scarring. <laughs> those were too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If he did those all himself, like that was <laughs> way too perfect. But I don't know. Whatever. I guess he he must keloid. Obviously, that's. <laughs> I guess, man. Um, um, but yeah, so like that's <laughs> those are my feelings on the movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Uh, I don't think. Even though even though some of us had, you know, some disagreements on, you know, performances or, you know, specific things in the film, I think we all agree that it was an amazing movie and worthy of being seen. If I was to rate it amongst Marvel movies, I can't give it number one only because there are three or four movies that I think stand apart, and that's Winter Soldier, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. This one's in there, and uh, Ant Man. No, I'm just fucking with you with Ant Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ant Man was great, but no, it's not in my top four. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that, like oh, Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but the reason why they're at the top is because they're all very different movies. Like they're not formulaic. Like they don't. They're not Avengers or you know the first Iron Man or anything like that. Like they they stand alone. So like I mean in that. Thing, they're all it's kind of a tie between the four of them for me they're all at the top and you saw it three times yup damn and it was good 
<laughs> but uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back uh, and talk about some other shit. Yep. So stay tuned if Yeet. you want to talk about shit. Peace. Supply and demand investing, where not all investments are created equal. Yo, Tony, what's up? Hey, what's going on, dude? Yo, man, want to play a game of Would You Rather? Yeah, man, let's do it. All right, well, Would You Rather, over the last three years, have invested in Bank of America with an annual dividend payout of 1.77%, or would you rather have invested in Citizens Bank with an annual dividend payout of 1.76%? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to think about it. But you know what? To see the results of what we came up with, or if you have two stocks you'd like to see compared, go to supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard. Supply and Demand Investing is here to offer guidance when it comes to investing. Whether you want to invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or exchange-traded funds, Supply and Demand Investing is here to help. And unlike the buy and hold method of investing of the past, Supply and Demand Investing is comparative to any good sports team. There are good times to play offense by investing your hard-earned money in things like the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, real estate, or international equity. And there are times to play defense by investing in fixed income, higher dividend paying assets like bonds, CDs, or cash. So check out supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard. Yo, when did you go see Black Panther, Tone? Uh, I saw it on Sunday night. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did, man. How the fuck you heal up that fast? Oh, yeah, I don't know, man. I got some <laughs> fucking Wolverine shit. <laughs> That's right, man. I got my like, ass kicked coming out of the theater. Ain't nobody white going to see Black Panther and not getting their ass kicked. This is what I'm hearing. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm a mutant, so I healed up pretty fast. <laughs> nobody knew. Like, immediately, by the time I got to my car, I was good. Y'all saw it. I don't see any bruises on you. I'd like, like to say, if anybody did get beat up, they fucking deserved it. Right. <laughs> It's right. all trolling. It's all yeah, it's internet bullshit. trolling. It's all white people like, don't see this because black people going to beat you up. It's like, why? Yeah, I looked like, it up on sabotage. Snopes and they disproved this shit. Let's sabotage <laughs> this on uh, on by using Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, that worked out well. Dude, it's just a bunch of white people who are upset because they don't have anything else to whine about. It's a white person wasn't in the lead, and so they weren't represented. And oh my God, well, clearly the black people are beating us up at the theater because we want to go see this movie about them. Yo, News fucking flash, but I wasn't represented in this shit either. Unless you, unless I'm like a fucking murderer. Cause like, I mean, the only real, like, you know, <laughs> we just black told dude you, was chubby Killmonger. dude with beard. Killmonger <laughs> was the only one that we was like an African American <laughs> that was in this shit. Like, yo, like, I wasn't represented. Th these were Africans, yo. Yo, but you also understand the public is fucking stupid. <laughs> so. You know, they don't narrow it down that like that, man. They just be like, oh, man, like, fuck this. This is all black people. I'm it's, yeah, it's like, it's like, yo, did you like the movie? Yeah. Well, it's because you're black. No, 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 no. Because I'm not African. <laughs> I'm, not, but, I mean, I'm like, not from Wakanda. Most of these people are also like, Africa's one one country. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah try, try a continent. Yeah. Try uh -huh. a continent. What I also think is really funny, too, is if you're going to try to actually make this a thing, right, and actually make it seem somewhat legit, like... Why don't you take a picture of somebody and like Photoshop it really well instead of grabbing like a picture on Google images that you can clearly see where it came from originally and then post it and say, this person got beat up at the theater. Because obviously 
Snopes literally did exactly what they did. And they were like, oh, image search. And they found out where it came from. They're like, oh, this was something, a picture of a, somebody beat up three years yeah. ago in a bar brawl. Even like, okay, Cupid has a Google image search feature for picture violations. Also, I'm just saying, man. Also, like, like try to find, try to find so a picture true. that kind of matches your profile pic because yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're like this blonde dude and like the yeah. dude in your pictures, like this dude with black hair in uh, a goatee, like, yeah, that's not you, bro. <laughs> yeah, to everybody who's upset about that, have a news flash for you. The U.S. Census Bureau said that in 2020, more than half of the United States population is going to be people of color. Right. Yeah. Nice. We are heading in a really beautiful direction. I'm excited. I know that's right. <laughs> hey, man. Did you I say think... more than half? More than half predicted in 2020. Nice. Mm -hmm. Two more years. We're, I think, 40. <laughs> Y'all got two more years. We're at 40% right now. <laughs> Y'all got have two more years the, on top of this shit. The then babies. it's us. Have all the babies out here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yo. 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 Yo, yo, yo. This chick be skiing. <laughs> mad fucking slow. <laughs> Bitches be skiing. <laughs> she be skiing mad slow in the half pipe. Just rocking back and forth. <laughs> all the way down. And then waving. And then waves to the camera. Hi, Ma. And nope. she's an Olympian, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about Elizabeth Sweeney. She went for the booty. Did she? <laughs> That's what happens at those Olympic, uh, what is it, campuses. Yo, is that what the Olympics is all about? Yeah, and mad STDs. Getting to the Olympic Village and just banging it out. <laughs> no, they just go and like, yeah. no, I, you wonder why they devote their lives to this shit. It's just because, to get laid. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. No, clearly not. This woman is just <laughs> I was dumb. like, this took a dark turn. We yeah. did not talk about this previously. <laughs> so... <laughs> So she, she figured out how to get into the Olympics with no talent. Zero. We watched the video. You can watch it, too. It's on YouTube. So here, here's what she did. It's everywhere. She, <laughs> she traveled the world over the course of two years and competed in World Cup uh, tournaments, mm -hmm. um, ski tournaments. Where'd she get the money for that? I don't know. Mom? She's like a rich bitch. Or Dad? she had a GoFundMe. No, I don't think some, she saved. She, she, did, no, she, some does, she did some fundraising, right? Yeah. yeah. Selling Hershey candy bars out of a <laughs> bottom line, she didn't work for it. Mm -hmm. uh, candy bars. So she says, so she goes around it and she competes, but none of these competitions have more than twenty-eight women competing. You have to place in the top thirty mm -hmm. to be an Olympian. If you do the math, there's no way that she cannot place in the top thirty. Right. So it's just like. Yo, you're in. It, it's all about, and it all came down to like injuries, and you know, people like you know during during these competitions, people would like wipe out, they crash, they do. So like you know that that number starting off at like 28 or whatever would like slowly go down to like maybe she'd end up being like 22 out of out of 28. Right. Um, but she ends up getting in to the Olympics, and she goes into the qualifier, and this is what she does. She she starts off. She 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 goes she slides down a little bit, 
like <laughs> turns to the side and skids to a stop. Then she turns back forward and she goes a little quicker. <laughs> and then she hits that half pipe. And you're like, yo, shit's going to go down now. But nope, Mm-mm. shit doesn't go down. She just. It's like a cat going downstairs on its back. Yeah. <laughs> yo, a cat going downstairs on its more back entertaining. is more fucking entertaining than what she did. It it's was a bigger it feet. Was, it Much was bigger. awful. Dude, she looked like a 13-year-old going down the bunny hill at Yagu Valley in Exeter. She was just missing <laughs> a little bunny tail on her suit. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> She's there at Yagu. <laughs> Shout out to Yagu. Does she fuck up going down the slope like this? <laughs> I don't want to hit a tree. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, man. You know what I think it's funny about this whole thing? I was watching, I was reading something about her. It says that others have criticized Sweeney's Olympic dreams as the latest in the slew of unusual, somewhat unrelated pursuits. When Sweeney was 19, the Harvard graduate ran an unsuccessful campaign for California governor and losing to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. <laughs> what did she graduate with Harvard with? I don't, Does it, it doesn't even say. Because it probably wasn't worth it. Oh. But wait. She, she got as far as it was her and Otto. Like, is no, that... I don't think it was just. Yeah, no, dude, it, I'm it sure was, you could. We would have remembered, we remembered her. Yeah. Like, th- we, yeah, that would have been. The other thing, too, is it's kind of bullshit when you do something like that. Because uh, she's there's another quote. It's somebody posted on her Instagram account, uh, which I completely agree with. I think it's well said. It's not some adult Disney World where you go to take selfies. Um, the Olympics are a showcase of the best, a- best athletes in the world, and Sweeney made a mockery of that. She made a mockery of people's life work. She made a mockery of half-pipe skiing in general. She did this so she could flaunt the title of Olympian. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, if you go to the Olympics, you should at least show up with something to show. I agree with that statement. Like, you can pay and go stand in the crowd and be like, here's myself with athletes, and I'm doing this. But she wasted so many people's time. Like, people watch that on TV. People were there taking photographs of this idiot. And, like, to make it worse, it's another American. Like, she skied for Hungary. I think you should have been a citizen of Hungary. And even if she did get a citizenship, because I don't care about her, I didn't read about it, that's just a shitty thing to do. It's like when you hear about Americans going to France, oh, it's a shitty American. It's like, yeah, we didn't learn the language. We went over there like, oh, 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 fries from here? I hear French fries. Are they from here? Like, it's oh, it makes me so mad. Because I used to swim competitively. And there'd be the kids who were like, I'm swimming against. And it's out of four people, they place fourth just because they're doing it for like an elective. Because their parents force them to do it. Yeah. And I'm like actually competing for medals. That would piss me off. Like you just wasted everybody's time. So you could be like, look at me. I was in the Olympics. It's look like you're also a do. fucking idiot. And I hate you. I wish mm. you would have just tried to do something. Because if you, I mean, you obviously get to that point. You probably have done a little bit more on the half pipe than you actually did in the Olympics. Just do the, just do a little bit more than what you did. It was, and then to top it all off, she uh, openly says and was quoting her, "I want to show others that freestyle skiing is possible, and it is never too late to get into the sport oh, and no. to help others to dream and to progress no. the sport in Hungary." I hope this can be a platform to inspire others. The only good thing she did was show the U.S. or show the Olympics that it's way too easy to get into this one in particular yeah. if you do yep. exactly what she did. They actually uh, re- they referenced and, and commented on that. The uh, it said the Hungarian uh, the Hungarian Olympic Committee also told uh, 
uh, stated that the incident has prompted it to reevaluate their selection process. That's like, good. no shit. I mean, I just, I just, I just feel like there's, there has to be some footage of her that will eventually come out of her competing rounds to get to where she was. Because if she did more than she did in the actual Olympics, that's going to piss off a lot of people. Because mm-hmm. I honestly feel like you could probably have done a lot more on the half pipe. But she just chose not to. Yo, which you is the got weird fucking Eddie the Eagle shaking his head. <laughs> like, what the fuck? We're sorry, Eddie. Is this shit? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, you got the Jamaican bobsled team. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Fucking shaking cool their head. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, there is a problem. Yo, I want a movie about this shit. I hope she got jumped at the Olympic Village. Like, you... you are fucking disgrace. She's probably not even staying the at the Olympic Village. She's probably staying at some really ritzy hotel that her family's. I hope she more. went to see Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, and then she got punched. <laughs> she got punched. <laughs> <laughs> you know I would have punched though? her ass. for your kind. I actually, I, I disagree with you on that stuff about want to have a movie made about her, man. Because if that actually comes to fruition. She can actually like make money off like selling her life rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fuck she'll that. make money fuck off that. of that. Like fuck that. Maybe that's no, what she's no, no, banking no, no, on. No, 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 no. I like I mean I mean I mean like a like a Will Farrell type movie that. But they still would have to pay her. No, they wouldn't yeah. because they because well, it if they don't parody, use her parody. if they don't use her name and exactly. make a parody yeah. out of it. Yeah, that's fine. Exactly. I mean, but definitely don't issue. use her name. She has a, even then, though, even then, I mean, like, even though it is it's a too parody, too much light to it. You just yeah, kind of want to yeah, forget about it. You're actually her. like helping her out, like everybody, because everybody's going to know what that's in she's reference gonna go to. Going to go into history books, anyways, just yeah, like Donald Trump. I hope it's like a books. William Hung, though. It's like shebang, and then we forget about that shit. <laughs> oh man, William Hung is a name I haven't heard in a long time. You anymore. obviously <laughs> haven't forgotten about William Hung because <laughs> my friend went to a podcast thing recently, and he was there at the convention taking photos with people. William Hung was out there taking photos. Photos with people? Hell yeah. I'll yeah. show you after. Gotta make money she somehow. Bang. He was wearing the same like Hawaiian shirt and shit. Your boy was repping hard. Yo, I, I'll be honest with you. I enjoyed William Hung when he was on American Idol. Oh, who didn't love all the yeah. bloopers? All those like trash pile people were like, yeah. yeah. It was William Hung that gave us the slew of people that just fucking went on there just to like try and be the next William Hung. Yeah, because we all know a, like a good singer, but a voice is whatever. It's Everybody's got range. You're like, oh, cool, they can sing. They're probably annoying at karaoke. And then it's like, hi, I'm a trash bag meme person. It's like, I like you. That's what I like. I like shit shows. More of you. Like props to, to William Hung, though, because like he's the only guy that was that shitty enough where he, <laughs> where he made a lot of money off his Christmas album. True. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like People bought that shit. He made money. Hell like, yeah. He you know stacked I mean? that shit and was like, thank you. Seriously, man. <laughs> Honestly. He's like, he's like the poor man's friggin' uh, What's the guy who did the room? <laughs> oh, Tommy Wiseau. He's the poor man's Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Tommy like, Wiseau was the poor man's Tommy, Tommy Wiseau. Wiseau. But Tommy Wiseau made more money than William Hung. Tommy <laughs> Wiseau financed that whole entire movie by himself. It was like six and a half million dollars. Yeah, but we, st- we he was rich before that. He had like three apartments, one in New York. Oh, yeah, that yeah. like, they nobody really knows where he got his money from. Yeah. He says he got it from New Orleans. They think it's like mafia related. Yeah, that's what they say. He's like Russian mafia. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah, I would too. So I fuck with Tommy Wiseau. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know you've eaten pizza. You've hanging out with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has like I read the book Disaster yeah. Artist that uh, Greg Sestero, yeah, yeah. who was Mark in the movie, it's like yeah he gets hot water and then puts lemon in it, and 
he just has like all these weird eating habits and he like refuses to pay for meals. He refuses to pay for them? Yeah, like he'll just be like, why why you try to charge me? <laughs> and, then, and then he'll like walk out and then Greg would have to deal with like the people. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then he'd run out too. Oh my God. Yeah, you gotta read the fucking book. It's insane. I wanna read the book. The other, He's like, but he's actually in really good shape, so he's doing something right. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I don't know. I don't know. A drinking human blood. I don't know. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, right. word. So, uh, we're going to slip into a round of would you rather. Each person's going to get one question. Oh, jeez. Word. All right. Lego. LZ. Yeah. Would you rather have an awful kid who has a very normal name? Chris. Or have a perfectly adorable kid with a terribly embarrassing name. I'd love to have an adorable kid with an embarrassing name. <laughs> Chlamydia. Can, can you give us a preview of what Chlamydia. that embarrassing name might Waiting. be? Waiting. Yeah. I <clears throat> would probably name that child Steve Buscemi Zarecki. Oh, yes. <laughs> Steve Buscemi Zarecki is the most baller name of all time. Yo, I'm Steve Buscemi Embarrassing Zarecki. name for a kid right now. Right now? Right oh. now. <laughs> oh, I'm on the spot, though. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do it. Come on. An embarrassing name? Come on. You did stand up. Let's do it. <sighs> no, I can't. When I'm on the spot like that, like I need like a 30 second. You don't get more on the spot than you do when you're on stand up. <laughs> yeah, but that's different. I'm just like, let's talk about all the embarrassing dudes I've banged. <laughs> like that, that, that's different. Christopher, that's a terribly embarrassing Christopher name. Christopher is a horrible. That's a horrible name. fucking name. Embarrassing name. Duh. Cloaca Jones. Cloaca Jones, everybody. Right, I'm going to go with Starfish. And <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Next. Starfish. <laughs> Hi. I'm Starfish Cooley. <laughs> yeah, that's an awful name. It works. Uh, <laughs> no, I have one. Steven, but it's with the PH. Fuck you. That's Stefan. That's an embarrassing name. I want to punch your fucking mother in the teeth. Fuck you, Stephen, with a PH. That's somebody who's like, let's name her Steph and... No, Stefan. Steph Steven. Yeah. <laughs> well, 94%, pe- 94% agree with you. They would rather have a perfectly adorable kid with a terribly embarrassing name. Yeah, really? nicknames are middle yeah. names. Yeah. It's easy. So, Ren. Mm-hmm. Yo, this shit is tailored for you. This okay. Is, this is, yo, this is the absolute fucking best question for Ren. <laughs> I think... Yo, I'm gonna short circuit your ass right now. <laughs> You're just gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. just gonna be like, fuck me up. Nope. <laughs> You're gonna struggle with this shit. Okay. I can't answer. <laughs> uh, I have to right. tinkle. Do I have to go beforehand? No, just right. probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, would you rather no longer feel any sexual pleasure, or never be able to eat your favorite food again? Oh, that's like kryptonite to Ren. But they go hand in hand for me. Do they? Oh, I told you, she's broken. Look at her. She's fucking broke right now. Yo, I had buffalo wings last night that were so good. No, don't change the subject. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Uh, Can you repeat the question? Okay. (laughs) Would you rather no longer feel any sexual pleasure or never be able to eat your favorite food again? I'm sweating. I'm <laughs> 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 like, oh, fuck. Uh, you just wipe lipstick on your forehead. I know. I don't care. Oh, Yo, shit. this mark this moment <sighs> down <laughs> Yo. on your calendar because this shit will never oh happen God. again. Damn. I could not but write like, a better set of questions. 
I am recording this and I'm gonna send it to you after. <laughs> oh my! But like, food brings me pleasure more than any man has ever given me. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. That's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we it's get dubs like that. It's White men be upsetting. Yo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you look so fucking defeated right now. Like your hair is like fucking just um, like. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm shooketh. She's got the sweaty I'm bangs. Shooketh. Yo. Like I'm. Oh fuck me up. Damn. I'm gonna have to say, no sexual pleasure ever again. Like it's fine. I'll deal with it. But like. Food is my boyfriend. Like I fall asleep with a little box of cheese. It's every night, right in my little, my little pillow. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna deal with no sexual pleasure. I'm gonna do it. Final answer. <laughs> Alec, what is no sexual pleasure? <laughs> that is the daily double. Right, so that's so you're, gonna get, you're gonna get rid of that. I'm gonna go with that. Nice. All right. Sixty-three so percent of people would rather. Uh, never be able to eat their favorite food. 37% would rather no longer feel sexual pleasure. So the numbers are not that far apart, mm-hmm. but they're they're pretty They're pretty far a... apart, but the 37% is all the old white women who have never received pleasure from their partner. It's <laughs> depressing. <laughs> it's true, though. Get if you've ever looked at any of like, the, the Facebook comments, it's like, I love my husband of 37 years, but he has never given me an orgasm. You're like, damn, Karen, why are you shooting your husband like that? Yeah, I damn, Karen, play with yourself. At Duncan. <laughs> yeah, savage, so, Karen. Yo, would you rather lick a stranger's toe or put your tongue up a stranger's nose? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> um, think really hard about this shit, bro. But, like, did the toe come out of a shoe? That you don't. You don't know. Yo, you don't that's know. not. That's not part of the question. It's not specified. Yeah, right. it does. So, so let's. Alright, word. Then no. Then I can. Let's go. Make let's my go own. with a fully showered. Let's go with a fully showered stranger, that just came out the shower and blew their nose, and there's no snots in their nose, and their toes are clean. All clean, everything. Well, yeah, they're not. In other words, they're not sweaty and out of a shoe. I don't know how clean what they are. I don't a, know if there's no fungus. What if or it any was a gym shit. shower? Oh. But usually wear flip flops in a gym shower yeah. if you're safe. Man, they neti potted really... the nose. They're yeah. all clean out there. Way they neti potted the nose. On this shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the sinuses. Come on, lick a nostril or a toe. I do. I do like a a quick nostril done. Quick nostril and done. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what do we got for Cooley? All right, quick well, we nostril and done. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna I gotta find out who agrees with you. Wow, it's oh. 50-50. Wow. It is a 50-50. There's, there was 168,659 people that voted on this, and it was 50-50. Damn. And I just some that. fucking weird people. I would man. lick a toe because you can get paid for that. There's lots of foot you fetish also people out there. also get from that. <laughs> yeah, all set. <clears throat> I ain't trying to Good get an amputated yeah. tongue. All right. All right, so how do you go to the next you question? You look at nostril and a booger falls oh, out just on it. All right, mm, word. salty. Mm. <clears throat> uh, let's see. The underbelly. The underbelly of the uh, nostril. Of the toe. Oh, of the toe. I'm not licking the, the nail. It didn't say nail. It was the underbelly of the toe. Yeah, but that's how you get ringworm. A little knuckle with the Ugh, hair. gross. <laughs> Shave Try the hair off the knuckle of your toe, please. <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> Cooley. I hate that shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
fucking hobbit toes. Yeah. We forget about it and you get stubbly ass oh, yeah. on it, and then you're uh. wearing flip flops in public. Like, look at my nasty or ass. Toe. Super long. <laughs> okay, Coolie, your question. Here we go. Would you rather be funny but kind of dumb, or <laughs> be super smart but without a sense of humor? <laughs> I don't know. I can't relate to either one of those. (laughs) 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 Come on, bro. Uh, We work with the latter, and I want to punch them in the face. (laughs) It's so (laughs) true. Yep. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yo, if if it's – if I'm funny but kind of dumb, I'm only kind of dumb. It's true. Did it, did it say kind of dumb or yeah. just dumb? It says be funny but kind of dumb. Kind yeah. of. Kind of dumb. A smidgen dumb. Kind of dumb. That's So maybe things go over that's your head uh, every That's once what I would choose. I would choose funny but kind of dumb because i got to have a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine going through life without that. I mean. Maybe it's a sense of humor. About doesn't say how smart. True. So 163,952 people voted on this and 64% of people agree with you. Word. Be funny but kind of dumb. That's a shitty bracket because it doesn't say how smart like it could be like he knows every uno like hand ever that could win the game it's like that's not smart that's you're smart in one topic Mm. yeah that's very true it's not like oh you're like a rocket scientist (laughs) writing the code to get like rockets in space it's like nah he just knows like the answer to one equation but it's a really hard equation (laughs) Yeah, he's a brain surgeon, or he'd just name all the planets in order. <laughs> he, knows, <laughs> he knows pi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. 3.14, that's all I got. <laughs> or you could be a somewhat humorous rock star theoretical physicist named Brian Cox. <laughs> Brian Cox. See, you went, you went with pi. I was actually thinking of, like, Boston Cream. <laughs> oh my pie. god he knows pie <laughs> but <right>. that's it <laughs> it's just pie <laughs> apple Boston cream pumpkin <laughs> yeah seriously no dude it's all what are you doing sweet later potato. pumpkin ooh sweet potato nice <laughs> rhubarb ooh rhubarb is good with strawberries yeah. I like blueberries yeah. my favorite my yeah Daniel makes one of those yeah yeah oh shit Daniel right. Daniel from work Daniel from work. He makes pie. Dom Daniel. Dom Daniel. (laughs) Daniel. Back out of the gun with the white vines. (laughs) Damn, Daniel. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) The shit got so far derailed. (laughs) Always. Bringing it right back on track. It's over. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What the fuck? It's the end of the road for the Redbeard Podcast. But tune in next week when our heroes find another road. Who fucking knows what we're going to do next week? We'll figure that out between now and next week. And we'll let you know when we talk to you next week. Uh, In the meantime, you can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and uh, LinkedIn. (laughs) <laughs> Peace. Later. Bye. Bye.